Welcome to Pushing Through. I am Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid, BJ Armstrong. And BJ, of course, we're going to talk about Clay Thompson's return to the basketball court. That was a special moment. That was great to see. But we got to start off with Ja Morant. Ja rules. This is the world that we live in now because he let the world know against the Lakers last night. It wasn't a fluke the last time they you know, whooped the Lakers. They could do it again and run it back. And that backcourt with him and Desmond Bain is one of the best in the NBA, if not the best. I won't disrespect Chris Paul and Devin Booker, but one of the best in the NBA right now. And last night against the Lakers, what did you see, BJ? Because I saw a superstar flying through the air. It's not a bird. (laughs) It's not a plane. (laughs) It's Mr. John Morant. Woo, 12. Ladies and gentlemen, he's here. Mm. He's not knocking at the door to let him in. (laughs) He kicked in the door, and we saw the emergence Mm. of a true superstar. John Morant has been the best player on the court more times than not this year. With the exception of his, what, 10, 12 games that he missed, 13 games or so that he missed, John Morant has been playing the game at an MVP caliber. MVP, not MIP, MVP. John Morant is in a giving mode. He's still doing the holidays. <laughs> yeah, he's like Sam. Because he's giving the people what they, what they want to see. Yes, box office. John Morant right now, has really caught the imagination of the basketball community. Mm. John Morant has people talking that don't even like basketball talking. Which is the true sign of greatness, you know, when you're just catching the casual fan. Now he has the imagination, (laughs) and he has an audience going, what is he going to do next? And he because, understands the show of it all, right? I mean, against the well, Lakers, he's well, showing out. I mean, that, th- this is the time when everyone's tuned in. The Los Angeles Lakers are at home. LeBron James is on this ridiculous tear that he's been on. So all eyes are, are on L.A., and he's making sure people know. And I, I remember Derek used to do that against LeBron, you know? He's like, I know when the eyeballs are here, and, and I'm going to make a little statement. You know? John Morant. <laughs> okay. But Tate, you know, and we can go back. As, as y'all like to say, we can get the receipts. I'm yes. going back two years ago. I told you then about John Morant, and I'm going to mm. say it now. The same thing I said then. John Morant is something special. John Morant is now eyeing the best point guard in the NBA. Yes. Okay. Now, there's a lot of great players in particular. Let's start at and, the top. Steph and there's Curry. two point guards in the Western Conference that are Chris Paul and Steph Curry are, are the two guys. Chris Paul, Steph Curry, <laughs> Damian Lillard, Kyrie yeah. Irving. Mm-hmm. Look in, in the rearview mirror. Because I don't know how much longer he's going to be in the rearview. He is coming. And not only is he coming as an individual talent, that man playing good basketball winning basketball and now this is no this is no joke this isn't a this isn't a team that's flake flaking and just playing basketball a good month they are a really good team John Morant is a superstar Mm. 
There's nothing you can do with him, ladies and gentlemen. And he can finish at the rim with the best of them. That left hand. He can finish. So now, if they continue to get another emerging star, Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson Jr. Bane. Mm-hmm. Okay, or whoever that player may be that will step they, into that. They got a great big in Steven Adams, a veteran big that gets it. Because they have a star. They have a superstar. Mm-hmm. And this team now with him leading the charge, they're for real. The Memphis Grizzlies are for real. Now, when I keep hearing his name in hip-hop, I know he must be something special. <laughs> That's how it works. You know what I mean? Okay. The, the more so, references that come out, you know, the more respect. When you, you've I heard hear, a lot of Durants and Currys and Hardens over the years. When I hear things like, I'm on my Grizzly, <laughs> I, I know what that means. Now. John Moran, I'm on my Grizzly. Yeah, shout out to uh, J. Cole. Shout out to J. Cole and the rest of the hip-hop and the true <laughs> MCs. Because mm-hmm. right now, game is recognizing game. John Morant had two plays. Without question, that's the block of the year. Yeah, that's absolutely. Not I don't care what happens the rest of the season. That's the block of the year. Yeah. Man flew. That alley-oop. Okay, and, you know, Anthony Edwards is quickly becoming one of my favorite you know, he, he. I like to watch him on the highlights right now. I haven't yeah. tuned in yet to the Minnesota's games as frequently, <laughs> it, but I always check the highlights. He's got top five every single night. Yeah, he, Anthony, he's getting to a top ten level. Anthony yeah. Edwards is a top five interview, too. I would love to get him on he's, the podcast and not even hilarious. ask him a question. Just let him go. No, but, he said he's the best at any game. He said if, if you put player behind the game, then he's the best at it. Well, well, well I can tell you this. <laughs> that dunk that – John Moran had last night. Mm. He was so high up, he had to move his head. Yeah. And he casually, he just did it so casually. Like, no, I, it, I, I'm not going to even show you what I really can do. Really could do. do. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like it's something light, you know? That, that, I, that's kind of the way he did but it. But yeah. I tell you what, when the <laughs> lights are the brightest, he shows up. And everyone started hitting my phone last night. I had executives hit my phone up last night. Does he remind you of Derek? And I didn't reply to you. I love that. Please don't. I didn't reply. And, <laughs> I didn't reply. and I was thinking about it. And I said, I'm only going to say this once. And I want to say this to you, Tate. Please. You know, every now and then you'll see something you haven't seen before. You know, Tate. When I first saw Magic Johnson, I saw a 6'8 center who was playing the point guard position as a kid. And I was like, he can't do that. It's not allowed. It's not allowed. Yeah. When I saw Dr. J floating through the air and doing all <laughs> that, I go, Dad, he can't do that. That's What is, what is that? <laughs> hey, the guy told me you always got to hang. God told the, the coaches told me that's why I got two hands. Two hands with the ball. Doctor yeah. J was doing things with one hand. <laughs> yeah. Can't do that. I played with a guy. He was doing things, running around, cocking the ball back, tongue out. They told me to wear a mouthpiece. This guy had his tongue out, chewing gum, chewing gum. <laughs> Tell you, he can't do that. <laughs>
When I saw Derrick Rose as a young kid. How old was Derrick the first time you saw him? 17? Somewhere around there, Tate. Yeah. I remember when I saw him. I remember when I saw him. And and I'll never forget how I saw him. And this is what sold me on, you know, there is the art of scouting to me comes down to one thing. You have to be the master of the obvious. If it takes me 10 minutes to figure out if you can play, you probably can't play. Yeah. I want to be the master of the obvious. Yeah. And this is my, you know, this was my Muhammad Ali moment. He must be, Muhammad Ali said, I must be the greatest. When I saw Derek, I said, he must be the greatest because of this one play. I watched the coach. Give Derrick Rose the ball against a zone, a 2-3 zone, and went 1-4 flat. And Derrick beat the zone every single time. Which he, is... didn't do, he didn't do 1-4 tape versus man-to-man. The, the coach went Derrick Rose in a 1-4 flat versus a zone, and Derrick beat the zone every single time. I said, I don't know who this kid is. I don't know what else he can and can't do. <laughs> the fact that he took on a zone by himself. Yes. That basically that, is like, I'm going to take a zone off the dribble <laughs> and still create offense. And still create team. offense. I was like, you know what? I just want to see. <laughs> I remember that. I remember. I was like, what? I was What's like, he that? can't do. It, it was one of those. He can't do that. Yeah, that's not allowed. Yeah. I was like, I was like. Nobody does that. Nobody does. <laughs> he went one four flat versus a zone with Derrick Rose, and the team was like, "Yeah, okay, let's do that, and then we're going to win the game." And Derrick, yeah. he did it. Now, it gets me to John Morant. I'm going to let John Morant be John Morant. I'm not going to compare him to anyone out of respect because I'm seeing something I know I haven't seen before. Mm. Okay. And the reason I'm saying that is because as excited as I am for the comparisons of all the dunks, Derek had his fair share of dunks, and John Morant had his fair share of dunks, and both of them are quick, and both of them finish with the left hand, and all of these things. And both of them are just uniquely beloved by everybody. You know well, what I mean? How could it, how could you not how could yeah, you not love? They, you, the way they play the game, it just it it, it brings like a sincere okay, it's word, a sincerity it's only thing to that, it. There's only one word that I can compare both of them. They're both fearless. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I'm afraid of heights. So I have no. I was no. I'm afraid of heights too, BJ. With Derek yeah. and Ja. Derek and Ja. <laughs> like, like Ja jumped so high last night, he jumped off my television screen. Yeah, we, yeah, they lost him. You just saw the back of his jersey. Derek was. The way he contorts his body and twists and jumping, I was like, okay, I was always nervous. They both word. can fly. They have that quality. Oh, Michael man. Jordan can fly also. Dr. J can fly. Dominique can fly. There's just some guys that can fly. Yeah, they, they, these guys are something else. They're, they're different. They're, they, they are. I don't they're know aliens, yeah, really. They <laughs> both of them are fearless. Yes. That's what we love about them. Mm. John Morant is trying to dunk on everybody. And at one point, <laughs> Derek Rose was doing the same. Now. I'm going to let John Morant be the first John Morant. I'm not going to compare him. I'm not going to put him in a box because that's always difficult to do for a player. You know, when we saw 
Jordan for the first time, we, we, we immediately said he's the next Dr. J. And when mm-hmm. we saw Grant Hill and all these other guys, we say they're the next Jordan. Jordan, yeah. I'm going to let John Morant be the first John Morant. He's fun to watch, but the thing I'm proudest of in watching him is that he's winning. And he has the discipline to play a winning brand of basketball. And he's taken that talent that he has, and he's incorporated it into a team setting in a small market, and he's winning. And that, to me, says the utmost about the person because the person has to see the bigger picture. And I'm giving John Morant credit. And in working with Derek, I always challenged him to win. Yeah, Derek was Derek was Derek is Derek is still fun to watch. He's still fun to watch. We saw it in the playoffs last year, the one game the Knicks won. But I always challenged him to win, and that to me is what made Derrick Rose so special. It's because he cares about winning. He cares about the responsibility of that talent and what he can do with that talent. And watching John Morant, you see the same. And I love it. I love watching him. I'm telling you what, I was so excited watching him last night, John Morant. It was fabulous. And I hope he continues to do this for the next 10 years because my television will be viewed to the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm going to stay on my Grizzly. <laughs> <laughs> and watch this team. And watch I, this I team. think I think one of the things that you can you, – you always say that players know, and I think you can always tell when the players on a certain team – have just a, a, a belief in their best player. We saw it last year in the playoffs with the Bucks, right? You know, you talk to anybody on that team, Pat Connaughton, Bobby Porter, and these guys, they're just like looking at Giannis. They're like, I believe him. You know, I'm going to follow him. I, I think he knows what he's doing. And I think Derek used to have that with the Chicago teams, obviously, when they were the one season, had, you know, Noah and the whole, and the whole gang there. Um, they had that with him. And I see that with this Grizzlies team where – John Moran is leading with the way he's playing, that fearless way that he's playing. And I think they have a lot of guys that are built like that on that team. Dylan Brooks, Desmond Bain, that that chip on their shoulder. And they've all kind of bought into, why not us? Why, why can't we do it? You know, and I think it's it's fun to, to see this team have that path. And they have a lot of talent. And they're young. And you, we talk about second and third efforts. They do that effortlessly. They, they always make the second and third effort. That's that's why they're hard to beat. That's why they're winning so many regular season games. And uh, I, I love it. I, I appreciate the comparisons to Derek because it, it, it reminds me that people remember how great Derek was. You know what I mean? And I don't even think Jaws gotten to MVP level Derek if we really want to talk about, you know, apples to apples. But I think he can get to that quality of play at some point. We'll see. But it's a lot of fun to watch right now. Um, on the flip side, BJ... Can we talk about the Lakers quickly? I mean, I know this isn't a fun conversation, but LeBron are, James are, is playing. Are we back to the Lakers already? That I mean, I think we started out with the positive there. I mean, we got to talk about the team that they played last night. I mean, LeBron James is doing we, – we said we're going to give him a pass. He's 37 years old. He's playing all-star level basketball. He's going to start in the all-star game. I mean, what can you say? But he's playing center a lot in these games. It's hard for them to keep up the defensive – uh, output when he's at the five, obviously, because they don't have a true rim protector back there. That hurts. Th- that hurts them against a team like, you know, the Grizzlies with John Morant. Um, but but last night, I mean, wh- what do we take away from this Lakers team, or is it the same conversation? Because they won five well, in a you, row, you, got people excited. Here's what we can take away. Here's what we can take away. Yeah. 
You're only as good as your best player, Tate. I'm going to sum this up. And I know the Lakers are a hot topic, and I know why. But Tate, you know, I have to cut through the narratives. I know why everyone wants to talk about the Lakers. Yes. Because they're supposed to, right? That, that's been the, that's what the we've Laker, been trained to do Laker for the past Nation years. Laker Nation is strong. They have a huge audience, so forth and so on. But here, let's call it like we see it. The, you're only as good as your best player. John Morant now, for two games in a row, is clearly the best player on the floor. Yes. No question. Okay. John Morant is clearly the best player on the floor. Now, I don't know what that means, but when I watch John Morant now, I'm going, that's what a top 10 player looks like. Yes. An active top 10 player. Not top 10 all time, all that BS. Yeah, we're talking about right now. We're talking about now. Right now. We're not talking about yesterday. We're not talking about in the future. Yeah, we're talking talking about about presently. Now, Mm -hmm. John Morant is playing the game at the highest level with anybody in the league right now. And you know where I start with my man down there in Milwaukee. Giannis, yes. Okay. G-Unit. You can put Kevin Durant. You can put Jokic in there. You can put whoever you want. Steph Curry. John Morant is right there now. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what's going on with the Lakers? They have some really good players, all-star caliber players. LeBron James is putting up monster numbers, huge numbers. But we just said at the top of the show, it's it's one thing to put up great numbers, but it's another thing to put up great numbers and win. Mm. John Morant right now has the youth, and age is on his side, and he is playing the game at a level because he can give the two things that every player has to give. He has to give the effort and the energy necessary. John Morant is doing everything possible and some. I saw him hand out the popcorn last night at the game. He's also, yeah, I mean, he, he's like, he found a guy in the crowd that was talking junk to him and said, watch this, and then he made that amazing doing, block. Now, <laughs> no disrespect to anyone else. Who's, yeah. He's just playing the game at that level right now. He's controlling the game. So, what does this say for the Lakers? You're going to have to get your best players to play at the level of the other great players or higher if you're going to be the champion of the NBA. That has had, that's been the same formula since 1946 and yep. will be the same formula in 2022. Mm. We're not here to say what the, you know, we think people want to hear. Or we're not here to say, no, we decided to do this show tape. We said we're going to tell it like we see it. John Morant right now, Hey, what you going to do against John Morant right now? Nothing. And they're only three and a half games back of the Warriors right this now. The right. one seed. And they come in. Tate, this guy missed thir- like around 13 games. I think they went 11-2 without him. Mm-hmm. Tate, this team, they're playing. And, and, and Coach Jenkins is going to be in the Coach of the Year the conversation. Yeah, too. and, and yeah. they won against the Clippers without John Morant. 
Yep. Okay. And guess what? Dylan Brooks isn't back yet. Dylan Brooks is supposed to be their second best player. This is a, a. I think the key for them is Jaron Jackson Jr. I do too. I think he's the key. And not scoring, rebounding, and blocking shots. If he can consistently do that. Like me, if he can, if he can have a Bam out of bio, what Bam did when he took when the Heat went to the finals, that kind if of he can, play. If he can give me 16, 16 points or so, he'll score that just because you know yeah, that's around two, the three basket. baskets a, a half, right? Yeah, get to the free throw line. That's sixteen points. But if he can rebound at a double digit clip and give me a couple block shots every single night, that means he's active on the defensive end. With all of the shooters now they have, I'm convinced now. Bain can really shoot. I'm convinced yes. now. He's a he 45% three-point shooter. I'm convinced now. This kid can shoot. Yeah. Okay? I'm convinced now they have enough role players. They have enough big bodies if the game gets physical. And they can play the game at a pace and space that you really don't want to play at. Like, if you're the Warriors, do I really want to, like, get into a run up and down meet no. with, with just Ja? Because they have athletes. And they're well-coached. And I and like they and they I beat like the Warriors team. last year. You know what I mean? Like they had the confidence I, against I'm, the Warriors I'm if they have to go head to head. I'm telling you right now, there isn't a big, no disrespect to no any big in the league. There isn't a big that can stay in front of John Morant. And I don't care if y'all play small ball, big ball. <laughs> John Morant might do what I saw Derrick Rose do. He might go one four flat versus a zone and beat it. Mm. That's how that's how creative. I mean, he's creative. He's in and out. He just goes by. I mean, the guy just has another gear now, and I haven't seen that extra gear since Derrick Rose. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. And he hasn't. And he's fearless. Contact doesn't bother him. The he guy, wants. Yeah, it he, seems like he he like gets energy from it. And yeah. you know what? Like Derrick Rose, like Kyrie Irving, like all of the great ones smaller guards, if you want to finish at the basket, you, you better have a left hand. John Morant has a has left a, hand. Yeah. You know what? And and he can go over the top, too. Uh, like, I mean, that's what Derek that's what Derek was doing. I mean, Derek was like, oh, you want to jump with me? No, you don't. <laughs> and sometimes he would spin, and, and they both, they, they play off the body. Like They have the artistic... I don't. They don't even know what they're going to do when they go up for a layup. They're going to react based on the coverage and then do a move to get around. You know what I mean? Like they're they're that type no, of. No, I don't know what you mean. I don't. I unfortunately, <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> you seen it. You seen it. I I I have seen it. I have asked questions, <laughs> and I get the same answer. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, Michael. Michael. Every time they ask him, he's like, "I don't know. I react." I, you know. know? I, I remember we were sitting at lunch. I asked Jerry, "How you do that?" I don't know. He, the guy didn't even stop eating. He didn't even stop eating and like think twice about it. He's like, I don't know, man. Just whatever. And I was like, okay. All right. Go back to my little turkey sandwich then. <laughs> if he doesn't think nothing about it, I'm not going to think about it either. I was yeah, like, I'm not going to gas him up. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, you know. Uh, I don't know, B. Yeah, I was like, okay. All right. Sounds good to me. <laughs> How's Keep your sandwich? <laughs> Oh, man. Well, one last thing before we get out of here, BJ. Let's talk about Klay Thompson. He comes back in this game. Draymond Green starts the game uh, just because he wanted to be on the court for Clay's return, then checks out because he is dealing with injury himself. So he plays for seven seconds. But uh, the reaction, the reception, Clay had a big dunk in this game that I thought was uh, kind of a message being sent big a little dunk. bit, which was big yeah, dunk. 
fun to see that. Uh, you know, Chase Center. This is the first time it felt like Oracle again. You know, it felt like Oracle having Clay out there with Steph Curry uh, with the headband on and everything. So shout out to Clay. I, I think that was just a great story, and obviously to see him put up 17 points in 19 minutes, that is much more than I expected out of him in his first game back. So shout out to Clay for kind of uh, you know defying the odds there, and, and what a great story by him. Well, you know, first let's let's start off with the positive. It was a very triumphant return. Oh yeah. Without absolutely question. I mean Storybook. I was excited for him because it's been a difficult road. Okay, let alone the ACL. You have an Achilles injury as well. And this has been, you know, look, I had six or so, probably more knee surgeries. Never an ACL. But rehab is tough. Rehab is not fun. Yeah. No, it's not fun. And you're talking about the rehabs that he's had. He's had some dark days in there. Okay? Now, we we saw the end result. We saw the end result last night, and that was fun. That was fun for the fans. Whether you're a Clay Thompson fan or not, you know what? You, you can do nothing. You have to, but to respect Yeah, the respect. Yeah, exactly. You respect that. Now, he runs out of the locker room. He gets a standing ovation. They announce him last. That was fabulous. Shout out to Coach Kerr for starting him. I know. I love that. I love that he started him. Shout out to the team for getting him the first play of the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know what? Steph joked that he was going to take the first shot, shot just to piss Clay off. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? You know, you know, as I was watching this, I was just thinking of all of the – you know, it just kind of reminds you of when you're young, Tate – you know, you just go, hey, man, this is all good. You know, like, you, you, can, you can do whatever you do. You stay up all night, it doesn't affect you. You can still run all day. You know, it's just, when you're young, Tate, you just you feel invincible. And as I was watching the game last night, you can see the way he was playing that suddenly now he realizes at some point this is going to be over. Yeah. You could see... You could see he was in the moment. Yeah, he was present. He was appreciative. He was all the things. Yeah, the respect that he has for the game. Because, Tate, sometimes when you're young, you don't appreciate it until it's gone. And the last time he was on the court, BJ, was in the NBA Finals. Yeah. So, I mean, he hasn't even touched a court since being in the Finals. I mean, that is a hard – I mean, that talk about you're going from the top of the mountain to the bottom. I mean, Yeah, that, and you can see the appreciation that he has for the game. Yeah. And for this moment because t- – Shout out to Michael went, Thompson, yeah, his dad. Every time you get out there, you never know when it's going to be over. Yep. So, I was so happy for him. And Tate, I, I, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm being serious – when the game started, I got up and I clapped in my house. Yeah. Out of respect to him of knowing how difficult it was. And to see him respond was just great. I mean, it was just a feel-good moment in sports of why you play the game. And, you know, and he came out. And the thing I was really surprised with is how much trust he had with his body. Yeah, it was, there was no hesitation. There was no hesitation. You know, he you know, he you know, he had a dunk. I mean, Jared Allen comes out, closes out on him. Kind of just like one of those moments where it's like Oh, he's not going to try to drive by me. I'm, I can close out on him. You know, a little bit of a brash move by Jared Allen, a great defender, big man. 
and then Clay does what you're supposed to do as a guard when a big man comes out that hard. You just drive by him and throw it down. Right. But you don't expect him to do that in his first game back. But when he does it, and he does it without hesitation, I mean, you saw the reaction in the building, on the bench. Everyone was, was like, oh, was this great. is it. it this is great. great. And, and, you know, listen, the mind still works, Tate, but the body is like, no. The body is like, no. <laughs> okay? It's like, I like where your head's at, but no. My mind still works, Tate, but my yeah. body is like, okay. <laughs> Good luck. Okay, now, I will say this about Mr. Mr. Thompson. I hope he feels good today because I was concerned about all the adrenaline of last Nothing was going to stop him last night. But mm. today, I will be really interested to see how he feels. Yeah. Because that's always the true test. So, congratulations to him. Congratulations to the Warriors. I thought they did an outstanding job. And the way they handled it and the way the fans and the way it's the just NBA, it's, it's, it first, it it's for the first class community. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you saw the, the, the tweets and all of the Instagram. You know, everyone was following him. Everyone was pulling for him. But it was just great for him to respond. And, and, and I give him credit for this. He got up 18 shots, and you know I love me some FGAs. FGAs. I know. I, I knew you were going to like that. 18 shots 18, in 19 18. minutes. Oh, That's basically man. a shot a minute. A man of my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Shoot over, or shoot, BJ. Hey, over 18. That's okay with me. He got up yeah. 18 shots, and that was great to see. And you know what? I tell you what. The Warriors are now starting to make me a little nervous. Yeah, they're, they're looking like they could win a title. Well, they give, they I give don't know me. if they look like they can win a title, but here's what here's what concerns me. They have the depth, in my opinion. They yeah. believe, yes, they can win the title. They believe okay. they're supposed to win the now, title. Confidence is a funny thing, Tate. It's a Tate. Talent never ever has intimidated me or I think any good team. Like, okay, you got talent. Okay, everybody has talent. You have yeah. a good team. You got depth. You got all these things. But when you find someone who really believes in themselves, Tate, now you got a problem. <laughs> because, Tate, they're showing up to the game because they believe they can win the game. A talented mm. team would just show up and be like, oh, man, we got to play at 730. I got other things to do. I'll just, if my talent isn't good enough, I probably won't win against a good team. This team believes they are a good team. And I'm beginning to get a little nervous because Tate, they're not just adding any player to their roster. They're <laughs> no, adding Clay Thompson. Yeah. They're adding James Wiseman. They're mm. adding quality rotational players to an already deep and talented roster. And if this all works out, which could in their favor, you know, everyone needs a little luck now. They could be a really good team, and they believe. Mm. And, and we talked, yeah, and we talked about a championship team. We think they have to have two legit bigs. So we look at Phoenix, you know, and you got Aiton, and you got Javale, and you look at Milwaukee, and you got Brooke Lopez, and you got Giannis Antetokounmpo. Well, the Warriors, if they're able to go Looney, well, basically Draymond is the one at the five, you know, if we're going small ball. But then you got Looney, and then Wiseman behind him. They have, they have, they check the boxes there. I would say that's 18 fouls, but it's only 12 because Draymond can't foul out. Yes. Draymond can't foul out. That's okay. true. But they got 12. But Wiseman can. Wiseman can. can foul out and Looney can foul out and they can yep. 
they can continue to play at a high level. And then when four minutes are on the clock, they go small and put you on at the five. I'm really beginning to look and say, with this roster, they could do something. Yeah. Provided they can stay healthy. But without questioning, they have the confidence. They're a very confident group. And I think they're starting to play with the purpose right now. And now their second unit has a guy who's been a starter in Jordan Poole. You know, I mean, that that makes their second unit even more interesting. And they also have Clay Insurance in Jordan Poole, you know? Like, they, they have the guy that can step in there if, if we need him. I'm getting a little nervous now. <laughs> I feel getting, it. I'm getting a little nervous now. Because I the Warriors it. right now, you know, as much as we talk about the offense, and I love me some offense, mm. we can't forget this tape because we could talk about this all day. They are still the best defensive team in the league. And you're adding Klay Thompson back to that. If it does it does feel like when you look at the Western Conference, I mean, you know, the Suns feel like that they're destined. The Warriors, like you said, they believe that they're the team that's going to be destined. I think Milwaukee with Giannis thinks they're going to win back-to-back titles. I think the Brooklyn Nets think they're going to win a title. I think the Memphis Grizzlies, it'd be hard to tell them they're not going to win a title with the way that they're playing, the way that they're behaving. You so, need talent and you need depth. That, you those are my five teams right now. If we had to do a power rankings, I mean, those, those five to me all feel like they think that they are the team that's going to win a title this the year. The Warriors feel... And beginning, you can see it. Yes, they're beginning to believe, and they're beginning to put together and get their pieces in place. And we we compared Curry to Duncan. I mean, the way that the Spurs were able, and Curry's obviously you know comes from the Popovich family, but the way that the Spurs were able to endure and to retool and to make a run, you know what I mean? That that feels very much what's happening with the Golden State Warriors. I mean, they are not the Warriors of 2015, of course, but we they have see. retooled. We'll see, Tate. Tate. I'm excited to see. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. We will see. Phoenix, Phoenix is. I mean, Phoenix is has my heart still. I, I think Phoenix is the team I'm still picking if push comes to shove. But Memphis is interesting. The Warriors, I mean, are fascinating. But it's hard to bet against number 34 in the end. If the Bucks can stay healthy, it's hard for me to th- to think anybody else. But I don't know, BJ. I mean, it's a fun season in that way. That's why we play the game, Tate. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we play the game. Well, there you go. Uh, BJ, anything else uh, before we get out of here? Well, Tate, it was a pleasure. I was so excited last night. I'm excited about the week. I think yeah. the Warriors and the Grizzlies play sometime this week. Yes, I believe they do. And also the Hornets play the Bucks tonight, BJ. Uh, yeah, the Hornets spanked the Bucks. I, I, I'm expecting a little payback tonight. <laughs> yeah, Warriors play the Grizzlies on Tuesday. And so. saying this before we get out of here, you know, this MVP race is getting interesting. Yeah. It's getting interesting. Giannis is first on the MVP yeah, ladder yeah, yeah, right now. Giannis is there. And let's talk about Dallas next time. Because you know what? They're on like a six game winning streak. They're three they're three games back of the Grizzlies who are the four seed. They are the five seed in the Western Conference. But yeah, they're they're creating separation between them and the six seed and also trying to gain traction there on the Grizzlies. The the West is becoming a fascinating race, but we gotta talk about that. So Yeah, you know, you know And I like good. Dallas. That some of their ten day players, the replacement players, my boy Theo Pinson, I I like what they're doing, BJ. You know, I just always fun. I always like making this clarification. There's the big D and yeah. then there's the D. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas is the big D. Yeah. But Detroit is the D. And <laughs> we got that. 
this past weekend against the Packers. We got that. I like that. that. Huh? I like that. I was waiting on you to call me, Tate. My phone mm. still works. I mean, I think that the Lions go into the offseason with, like, a lot of confidence, right? You, can, you, can't, you can't be really too down on this season. I mean, obviously, the record speaks for itself, but the fact that you guys had some quality wins and some bright spots, and I feel like the team, is they've rallied around Dan Campbell. You got a head coach, I think, PJ. Yeah. I like to see that. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, hey, my friend. <laughs> I mean, you don't sound as excited now that I <laughs> – Hey, the season's over with. Season's over okay. with. I'm going to enjoy right. the offseason. Hey. Yeah, win the offseason. That's what Carolina football you does. Know, we win the offseason. I always season. ask you, win in water, what do you do? But this week, Tate, I want to say before you answer that, uh. I just want you to know, in Detroit, those waters run deep. Ooh. And it's a lot of sharks in them waters. Ooh. So what do you do, Tate? You got to make waves. This has been Pushing Through, and we will see you later in the week. Push it.